0: divine power that destroys all arguments, unprecedented new covenant. Theory is not the truth. Whether everyone in the world acknowledges or not, the fact is the whole world has been going by the Lord God's plan since creation until now, according to God's schedule. No matter how much humans make up countless theories to deny this fact, human theories are not nor can it ever become the truth. You must surpass the human level to go on to the knowledge of truth to know God. However, this too is only possible when God permits it. So you must accept and never forget that the Bible is a mystery. Open your Bible to Galatians 3, verse 22 to 23. But the scripture imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Now, before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. Before faith came. The faith here is not the faith that people know by instinct. It doesn't just mean believing in something. The Bible says that faith will come. Then who is faith and when is it coming? We must find the answer from inside the Bible. We must interpret the Bible with the Bible and spiritual thoughts with spiritual words to find out when the time of faith is. Faith has to be the person who believes the words that are written in the whole Bible and acts by it. Faith is the spirit of truth who guides into all the truth to show what it is to perfectly know and believe in God biblically. We can only know what faith is when the spirit of truth comes, so that we can go on perfectly to the time of faith. That day is the universal seventh day, the day of the Lord and the day of the Son of Man. That is this age now. The time before faith came was the time for the scripture to imprison everything under sin. That is why God said, There is none righteous, not even one and all had turned aside and were enslaved to sin. Everyone in the world who used the Bible was like this, and everyone who lived on earth physically died in their sins. However, this too was part of God's plan. That is why God said in Hebrews 9 verse 10, Since they relate only to food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until a time of reformation. The time for this word to be fulfilled perfectly is this age now. The prophecy that we will wash away all uncleanness of sins is being fulfilled by proclaiming the unprecedented new covenant now. Let us look at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 3 to 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and we are ready to punish all disobedience whenever your obedience is complete. Spiritual battle is the battle that we fight while our bodies are alive against the people who blaspheme and go against the work of God. But it is not fought by human thoughts. It means the person who belongs to the spirit, that is, the person who belongs to God, fighting with the word of God. The divine power that destroys all speculations from 2 Corinthians chapter 10 that we saw earlier is a prophecy not for back in Apostle Paul's time, but for the day of the Son of Man and the day of the Lord. That is this age when God, who is Spirit, teaches us Himself with the Word of God, which is also Spirit. God fights the spiritual battle using the Spirit of God, that is, the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Ukjushin, with the unprecedented Word of the New Covenant. This prophecy has already been fulfilled on earth in reality. The divine power that destroys fortresses and speculations means destroying all theories that were made at the human level. Theory means an organized system of accepted knowledge that applies in a variety of circumstances to explain a specific set of things or a phenomena, abstract and logical knowledge as opposed to practice or a certain scholar's opinion or conjecture On a certain problem. In other words, it means speculation, argument, thinking, or opinion. It is only a man's own thoughts being put forward that turns people into babblers in the end. Thus, theory is not the truth. Truth is a fact that conforms to reality or actuality and quality of being correct or true, and a fact, or belief that is accepted as true at any time and by anyone. Theory is human thought and opinion, which only causes disputes and leaves more questions. Let us prove it. In Job 32, Elihu speaks his own thoughts. Look at Job 32, verse 6 to 18. So Elihu, the son of Barakal, the Bessite, spoke out and said, I am young in years, and you are old. Therefore, I was shy and afraid to tell you what I think. Verse 10. So I say, listen to me, I too will tell what I think. Behold, I waited for your words, I listened to your reasonings, while you pondered what to say. I even paid close attention to you. Indeed, there was no one who refuted Job. Not one of you who answered his words. Verse 16 says, Shall I wait because they do not speak, because they stop and no longer answer? I too will answer my share. I also will tell my opinion. For I am full of words. The spirit within me constrains me. Up to Job 37, Job and his three friends have a clash of opinions and arguments, but their dispute does not end. Job's name means hated, persecuted. He is a shadow and representation of Jesus. Through the book of Job, God has taught that human theories cannot be a solution to problems. Also, God has hidden the secret that this kind of spiritual state will continue for 2,000 years even after Jesus Christ came to this earth. In Luke 10 verse 25 to 37, a lawyer came to Jesus Christ and asked how to inherit eternal life. Jesus did not speak clearly to him. Instead, he asked the lawyer's opinion. When the lawyer answered him, he just said, Do this. This record was the outcome of the prophecy in the book of Job that they will only make arguments. And when a rich Jewish ruler asked, What shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus answered, Keep the commandments. But the ruler said that he kept all the commandments. Then Jesus said, Sell all that you possess and distribute it to the poor and come follow me. But the rich ruler went away grieving because he had great wealth. Jesus only spoke about God's commandments and he did not tell the rich ruler that he did not keep any of God's commandments at all. They were only speaking their own thoughts the one who did not actually tell the reason for the problem and the solution to it, and the outcome is none other than Jesus. Jesus' disciples were the same. In Acts 15, verse 19, this is what they said. Therefore, it is my judgment that we do not trouble those who are turning to God from among the Gentiles. But writing this in the Bible, The disciples gave a chance for people to make more and more theories when they see, hear, and teach the Bible before they are born again. Even Apostle Paul speaks in this way in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 25 to 26. Now concerning virgins, I have no command of the Lord, but I give an opinion as one who by the mercy of the Lord is trustworthy. I think then that this is good in view of the present distress, that it is good for a man to remain as he is. Can you see just how many people did not marry and stumbled because of saying this? Words cannot describe it. Apostle Paul did not know the times and he wrote the present distress in 50 to 70 AD and 1951 years passed. Since then, but it still did not come true. As a result, no one believes, even when the appointed time of God has truly come. Human words, that is, theories, can never become the word of the living God. In other words, it cannot deliver the truth as the truth. This is why God said in Isaiah 55, verse 8 to 9 For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And in John 5 verse 34, he said, The testimony which I receive is not from men. Do you truly know and believe in God and Jesus Christ? The truth has to have the written Bible match the reality. Jesus Christ referred to himself as, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you carry out the words that Jesus Christ said, the word in John 11, verse 25 to 26 must be fulfilled. Since it is written, he who believes in me will live even if he dies. People who believe should come back to life even if they died. And since it is written, everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. If you believe in Jesus Christ while you are alive, you must never die. The disciples who were taught directly by Jesus Christ were martyred. But why did they not come back to life into a perfect body like Jesus Christ? And as Jesus was being taken up into heaven, it says, He will come in just the same way as you have watched Him go. But why has He not come down for all this time? John 11 verse 26 says, Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? But all pastors who said they believe have died until now. So who would believe that this word is the truth? Turn to John 6 verse 47 to 51. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever, and the bread also which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. He made the Jews at the time who heard this not understand and caused them to doubt. So they argued with one another, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? He was saying words that could not be understood at the human level. The Jews at that time saw Jesus by human instinct and they knew his father to be Joseph and his mother to be Mary. They did not know the truth that Jesus is the Son of God even though he is a man so they do not believe the truth. Then did Christians understand? No they did not. No one knew the truth that God had hidden inside the words spoken by Jesus Christ. History is a solid testimony to the reason why none of the Christians who claim to believe in Jesus Christ could live forever. Look at John 6, verse 53 to 54. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. When is the last day that Jesus Christ spoke of? And the word, I will raise him up, also leaves questions that are not answered. Actually, it's not Jesus who will raise people up to life. It is God. God has prophesied everything in the Bible and hidden all the answers in the Bible already. However, the Son Jesus did not know when this last day is. God wrote down the clear proof of this in Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. But who knew this and believed? By human thoughts, you should not have been able to understand or believe the words that are written in the whole Bible. But everyone thinks that they know the truth and that they are faithful. There are so many people who think that they are faithful Christians when they do not believe a single verse of the word of God. Here is a question to everyone in the world who uses the Bible and who thinks they believe in God. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? It says that he who eats the flesh of Jesus Christ and drinks his blood has eternal life. Why did everyone die and not have eternal life? Churches around the world until now have been holding communions. Before they ate bread and drank wine, they pretended to be godly and sang praise songs, asked for forgiveness with tears, and repented. Is that communion really eating the flesh of Jesus Christ and drinking His blood? Let me ask the pastors around the world who taught that. If that communion is really eating the flesh of Jesus Christ and drinking His blood, then everyone who took part in the communion has eternal life already. But why did everyone die? Do you live forever after dying? Where would you be living after dying? And where is the kingdom of heaven? How can you be sure that you are a faithful Christian And that's how you became a pastor when you don't know or believe the meaning of eternal life at all. How is Christianity different from the other religions that people made up around the world? Teaching that the bread and wine that people made are the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ is a theory that people made up. You can never inherit eternal life or be saved with just theories. The truth has to become a reality Jesus said he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day and in Matthew 26 verse 28 he said for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for forgiveness of sins the disciples ate the bread and drank the wine that Jesus gave to them but why did they all die and not live forever If you believe that you will have eternal life when you die, then go ahead and find out for yourselves. If you die, you will know whether you believe the truth or not. And you will also know that you did not know what the truth is and that your soul has ended up in the fire of hell and not the kingdom of heaven. The resurrected Jesus Christ ascended to heaven. If that place is the kingdom of God, Why did he say that he will come down to this earth again? If your body has to die to live forever, then why was no one resurrected into a body that will live forever like Jesus for the last 2,000 years? It's not just the Jews at that time who were written in John chapter 6 that did not understand what Jesus said. Everyone in the world who uses the Bible now does not understand the word of God that was given through Jesus, and they are living religiously in vain. Believing in God means believing the written word of God. All Christians around the world do not actually believe in either God or Jesus Christ. It's true. This is no exaggeration. How can you believe if you don't know anything about either God or Jesus Christ? You may think that you believe, but that's only human thought. God's thought is different. It means when people who have their human desires look at the Bible, they will commit even greater sins, and they will make up schemes and theories endlessly to fill up their desires no matter what it takes. There's no end to that greed, and they are using God's name and Jesus' name. They have nothing to do with God's will. God had permitted them to rule this world but they were spiritually in stumbled state. He had set the time to six days, that is, 4,000 years of Old Testament and 2,000 years of the New Testament, which is 6,000 years. If this is interpreted with Second Peter 3 verse 8, that is six days. Until the appointed time comes after the six days pass, God had kept the mystery of the kingdom of God through the Bible hidden from the people. And God has given His commandments to His chosen children. He has been watching to see if we keep this or not, and He knows if we do. Why else was God grieved that He had made man on the earth? But now is the day of the Lord and the day of the Son of Man. It is time to destroy all human theories and to show that only God is God. The time has come to make all mouths on earth confess that God is the creator. That time is this age now. So everyone may return to God now. Nullify all of your theories that made you think that you knew the Bible and that you were faithful. And return to the truth. Return to the word of the new covenant. In other words, you have to acknowledge and understand that the master of your heart was a demon and not God. Otherwise, you have nothing to do with the kingdom of God. And if you don't know the truth, you will only be using the written word of God for your own success, and you will be condemning your own eternity after living all your life in vain. Faith will come true now with the new covenant. The unprecedented new covenant began for the first time since creation on 16th of June 2008. And to everyone who claimed to believe in God and in Jesus Christ until then, this is what God said. Look at Deuteronomy 32, verse 36 to 39. For the Lord will vindicate his people and will have compassion on his servants when he sees that their strength is gone and there is none remaining, bond or free. And he will say, Where are their gods, the rock in which they sought refuge? Who ate the fat of their sacrifices and drank the wine of their drink offering? Let them rise up and help you. Let them be your hiding place. See now that I, I am He, and there is no God besides me. It is I who put to death and give life. I have wounded and it is I who heal. And there is no one who can deliver from my hand. God is saying to the people of God, the servants who guide and teach the people, the rabbis, the pastors, and priests, and to everyone who uses the Bible, where are their gods? In other words, they say that they believe in God and Jesus. However, God was not with them, and they are all believing in other gods, that is, idols. This is God's verdict and a prophecy about the time when the Scripture imprisoned everything on their sin. This was the truth. Look at Hebrews 8, verse 9. Not like the covenant which I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant, and I did not care for them, says the Lord. For they did not continue in my covenant. Remaining in God's covenant means to believe God's covenant in your heart and to keep it because the word is God. We must understand that the word that was given through Jesus Christ is the word of God and God's commandment. And we must carry it out exactly. That is believing in God and believing in the Son that God has sent and remaining in God's covenant. God said to not hate anyone and that hatred is murder. So not hating anyone is remaining in God's covenant. God has already written that He will finally receive God's covenant when the Spirit of truth comes in reality and establishes the new covenant from Hebrews chapter 8. When the Spirit of truth comes and guides into all the truth concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, and when He discloses the things to come, that is when we will receive God's covenant. And yet, no one knew this truth until now, and no one believed. Actually, no one ever received God's covenant until now. But how can you say that you believe in God and how can you say that you believe in Jesus Christ? No one remained in the word of God. In other words, no one remained in God's covenant. And no one had anything to do with God until the spirit of truth came in reality. Look at Hosea 2 verse 19 to 20. I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me in righteousness and in justice, in loving kindness and in compassion, and I will betroth you to me in faithfulness, then you will know the Lord. The Bible was written for the people yet to be created who remain in God's covenant. To fulfill God's covenant in reality, God has sent a person who is physically a woman by fulfilling the prophecy in Hosea 2 verse 19 to 20 as a pledge. That is the angel of the church in Philadelphia who opens and no one can shut and who shuts and no one can open. The angel of the church means a reverend. This person is Reverend Okju Shin. That is why she is the spirit of truth. In other words, she is the faith and the woman clothed with the sun. God had already promised before she came to this earth that she will have eternal life. She was sent as a pledge to show that God lives forever. Eternal life is God's own authority. If you keep God's commandment and carry it out, your soul will be purified and you will not sin. Then the perfect glory that is God will dwell in you and you will have glory. In other words, that's when you become the temple of God and you will walk with God. The word is God. So the word of God will be in you and you will be walking with God. This is how you eat the flesh of Jesus Christ and drink his blood. How do you drink his blood? We have carried out the commandments of Jesus Christ. So we are being persecuted and hated by our fellow brothers who are Christians. They condemned us as a cult and joined hands with the wicked who serve other gods to accuse us with the world's laws. This has led to our imprisonment and bearing shame and reproach in all the world. This is drinking the blood of Jesus Christ. This has already come true to Reverend Okjushin and Grace Church family. So everyone who is not born again by the new covenant from Hebrews chapter 8 is imprisoned under sin. In other words, we were all under the unrighteous judge. It is written, If a ruler pays attention to falsehood, all his ministers become wicked. That means when a pastor preaches lies different from the Bible, all of his congregation will become wicked as well. This is the reality of all religions that used the Bible for the last 2,000 years and more broadly for the last 6,000 years. In that time, it was time for the unrighteous judges to rule and subdue the world and reign as rulers, so it was not the time to know either God or Jesus Christ in truth. That is why God said the following in Romans 1 verse 21. For even though they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. At this time, everyone served God like they served Baal. So all theories made at the human level must be nullified. The Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okjushin, has been proclaiming to the whole world for the last 14 years the mystery of the Kingdom of Heaven that no one since creation has ever known. It is the mystery that not even the Son of God, Jesus Christ, knew. All who blaspheme and go against the great work of God that is being done through the Spirit of Truth, Reverend Okjushin, will die. Physical death is not the end. They will have to live forever in the second death, that is, the eternal fire of hell with eternal punishment. So everyone must return to the unprecedented new covenant. Let everyone who blasphemed the spirit of truth publicly apologize and repent. Otherwise, all disasters that are written in the Bible will all come upon the earth. COVID-19 is only the tip of the iceberg.